Welcome to the Rob Seco Field Ready Podcast with your host, Jim Robinson. Welcome back to the Rob Seco Field Ready Podcast. I'm your host, Jim Robinson. We're excited today to talk about the Enlist E3 soybean system. And I have with us today a special guest, and I'll let him go ahead and introduce himself. Thank you, Jim. My name is Wayne Fithy, and I'm the agronomy manager at Rob Seco. Wayne, before we start, could you just tell me a little bit about yourself, a little bit of your background, and uh, why you might be an expert on Enlist E3? Well, I don't know about expert, but I've been I've been following uh, corn and soybeans uh, since the early '80s. Well, f- as a child, even, but uh, been in the seed business since uh, uh, since 1984, and uh, always in an agronomy or technical type role. And, yeah, and you moved to eastern Nebraska in the uh, late 90s? Yes, in 1997, came to eastern Nebraska. Instead of looking at just the high plains in the far west, I, uh, I got exposed to all of the Midwest and have a lot of fun with the different challenges that farmers, as you go from you know, the, the uh, Quad Cities all the way to the Rocky Mountains and understanding uh, their needs and their requirements for success on their farms. That's great. That's great. Now, you also have a bit of background in the biotechnology uh, sector with working with traits and how those might interface with customers and actually address farmers' needs. Now, that makes you a great guest to talk about the Enlist E3 soybean system. If you could tell me just briefly, what is the Enlist E3 soybean system? Well, Jim, the Enlist 3 soybean system is built in tolerance to uh, three different herbicide groups. So with Enlist 3, we have tolerance to 2,4-D choline, Hence the Enlist, because the herbicides that uh, are formulated with 2,4-D choline are called Enlist 1 and Enlist Duo. But also we have tolerance to glyphosate or uh, the the Roundup molecule, and then also to glufosinate or sometimes referred to as Liberty. Excellent, excellent. Now, Rob Seco is really a a fan of the Enlist E3 system because it provides a so some of the characteristics involved in the system really mesh well with Rob Seco's three pillars, particularly the, the simplicity pillar. Now, overall, what we look at when we see the system is that the system is safe, simple, and superior to different uh, soybean platforms on the market today. Could you tell us a little bit about how the Enlist E3 system is safe compared to everything else? Well, yeah, Jim, I think it, it, it's it's probably the safest system available right now, uh, short of the old Roundup 2 yield uh, soybean line, because it's easy to p- apply. It's, uh, there, aren't, there aren't restricted use pesticides involved unless you want to add something for a specific weed. Uh, there's no waiting period between a burn down application, let's say, involving a, a 2,4-D choline, an Enlist herbicide, and, and when you would plant. So you can do a pre-plant burn down and uh, in-crop applications with the E3 platform. Uh, I think one of the big things that make it safe is that uh, soybeans aren't a susceptible crop. So you can spray your soybeans right adjacent to your neighbor's soybeans and not have to worry about uh, any any problem with those unless you have a direct wind blowing at your neighbor's soybeans and, and then you do have to leave a small uh, buffer area. But uh, the 2,4-D choline, molecule just has near zero volatility. So it's very neighbor friendly, very easy to apply. You don't have to have a, a, a lot of special training. Yeah. Now you said something in there that, that I think is really interesting and actually kind of confusing when you look at the label. You said that soybeans are not a susceptible crop. Could you tell me the difference between a susceptible crop and a sensitive area? 
Yeah, certainly, Jim. So a susceptible crop would be a, a crop that could be damaged by a herbicide application. And that would not just involve the Enlist E3 platform, that could involve other herbicides and especially the, the, the main comparison technology, which would be the Extend technology. So tomatoes, grapes, those would be examples of crops that would be susceptible now, with, uh, with Extend, soybeans are a susceptible crop, but they're not within list. So that's one of the really nice things about Enlist. A sensitive area, think of it as a, a natural area. If you have trees along the edge of your, of your uh, homestead adjacent to your crop area, that would be a sensitive area. If you, if you have, a, 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 let's say, you farm next to a, 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 some government land, state wildlife area, that wildlife area would be a sensitive area. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Now, RobSeco's three pillars are simplicity, uh, relationships, and technology. We feel that the Enlisty 3 system is a simple system to use. And could you tell us a little bit about why the system is so simple? I think what really makes it simple is that while you do still have buffer strips in some situations, they're greatly reduced in size, so you, you, don't, you don't have to make as many trips to get the whole field uh, Treated and in fact, in some cases, uh, you you could treat the whole field. Whereas with uh, with an, with another platform like Extend, you wouldn't be able to treat the whole field, no matter what the conditions were. I, I think I, I touched on it earlier, but no special applicator training, no special above board uh, uh, application. Uh, uh, Record keeping, so it just makes it a whole lot easier. No, uh, I think a big thing, no additional federal or state guidelines on the application date. So so all you have to do is follow the label, and, and the label will let you go out to R2 if you're using glyphosate as a partner or just using the 2,4-D choline, and to R1 if you're using Liberty or glufosinate as the partner. Yes. Now, yeah, with a lot of a lot of the complexity that comes in with some of these labels and some of the platforms on the market today comes from the fact that herbicides such as Extendamax, Fexapan, and Genia are all restricted use pesticides. Uh, now, what, are the Enlist family of herbicides are those restricted use? No, they're they're not restricted use. Uh, you know, two four Ds. Uh an easier molecule and the formulation that has such such dramatically reduced volatility it just it's uh, not not a not a concern with the 2,4-D not that you don't have to know what you're doing of course we all know what we're doing when it goes about applying pesticides so that we're good stewards with the environment and and with our neighbors but now all of this is well and good and everything it, it, and makes a lot of sense, but it doesn't move the needle much for a farmer if it's not a superior technology. We believe that the Enlist E3 system is a superior technology. Can you tell us why it is that we think that? Well, some of the reasons that it's superior have to do with uh, with actually going back to the application. You, you know, there's you don't have to have additional drift-reducing adjuvants. Uh, there's more common tank mix options. Uh, the formulation allows you to use AMS, and AMS just helps you do a better job of controlling weeds. Uh, I, I think the, the the big thing that makes it superior is the ability to add glufosinate, so that if you have glyphosate resistant weeds, you've you've got a partner with the 2,4-D choline. You got two modes of action that are going to be effective on that uh, glyphosate tolerant weed to help manage it and keep it from becoming a problem in the future. Uh, with uh, with either one of those. Uh, uh, existing technologies. And then I think the other thing that makes it superior is that, is that we have as, an as an industry have been breeding for quite a while with this Enlist E3 platform. So 
Uh, we were ready at the time of launch, and we've got great yielding varieties with really solid agronomic characteristics. So, so there isn't anybody that's going to have to take a drop in performance across their farm in order to take advantage of the great weed control offered through the Enlist E3 system. Absolutely. I may add to that in that uh, as product manager, well, both of us take a lot of time to look at the plots as, as strip trial data comes in, as field uh, testimonials come in from some of our customers. And with the last couple of technologies that have been introduced in the soybean market, we've seen typically a first-year dip in performance. We have not seen that in these varieties coming forward, and I think you're right. It's because this technology has been in the breeding pipeline for so long. It was just held up in some regulatory approvals prior to getting commercialization. Yeah, and I think, in fact, you're being generous because uh, in, in some cases the agronomic characteristics Things like white mold tolerance and sudden death syndrome tolerance and brown stem rot and IDC or iron deficiency chlorosis tolerance, those took more than just a year to get broadly uh, uh, integrated into the varieties that farmers had to plant. And with the E3, we're right where we very close to where we want to be right from the start. Absolutely. We're really excited about that, all that. If a farmer wants to try the Enlist E3 soybean system and, and has low to moderate weed pressure, how would you suggest a farmer uses the technology? Well, I think in a, in a low, well, first of all, I need to say that I, I just believe in a pre in soybeans like we do in corn uh, for any weed pressure situation. But I really like the fact that you, you broke it by a uh, you know, low and moderate, because then I think it, it also brings into what we need to do if we got a really high pressure weed situation. But so I think we always want to start with that base. We want to start clean either with tillage or with a, with a pre-plant burn down. Then we want to make sure that we uh, uh, get that pre down so that we have more flexibility in the timing of our post application and we can do a better job of, of getting that application on when the weeds are the size that they're the most completely controllable. So I, I think in a, in a low to moderate weed pressure situation, I, I really like the idea of, you know, putting that pre down and then coming back, depending on what you have. If you have grasses, you could use glyphosate because you got tolerance to that. If you've got a lot of broadleaves, you might want to throw Liberty in there. And certainly if you have hard to control broadleaves or if you have glyphosate resistant broadleaves, even, even at a very low level, you'd want to make sure you had the 2,4-D choline in there. But in a low to moderate Gosh, in, in a situation where I don't have a lot of weed pressure, I might even say, well, let's just use that uh, Liberty Link GT27 platform or the Liberty Link platform because really a pre followed by a Liberty is probably going to keep us clean in that situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you touched on this just a little bit, but you know, over the last number of years, the, predom- uh, the prevalence of glyphosate-resistant weeds has, has really expanded throughout the entire uh, corn and soybean belts across the U.S. We're seeing a lot of glyphosate-resistant water hemp, giant ragweed, kochia. Uh, how might a farmer with high weed pressure with some glyphosate-resistant weeds use the, or utilize the Enlist E3 soybean system? Yeah, I think, Jim, if we've got uh, high-pressure weeds, it, there's probably not a field out there, or there, if there are very few fields that wouldn't also have some glyphosate-tolerant weeds in there. So I think that's probably where the Enlist 3 platform has the best fit because we can use that Liberty or Glufosinate partner with the, with the uh, 2,4-D choline to, to manage those weeds. So again, in that situation, we want to start clean, put down a good pre. Where we have glyphosate-tolerant weeds, we probably want to use a pre that might have a mode of action both on grasses and broadleaves, so, so, or a pair of 
herbicides in the same tank mix that would give us good activity across both those. And then follow that application uh, with the glufosinate plus 2,4-D uh, choline or enlist one in this case uh, and, and uh, clean that field up. Now in a really hard to control situation, or let's say I'm in central Nebraska and I got flood irrigated and I know I'm going to go in there and I'm going to disturb my weed control barrier when I ditch the field to, uh, to be able to uh, irrigate it the rest of the season. In those situations, I really like putting down a base rate of that pre, so maybe two-thirds of my full rate of the pre-herbicide and then putting that last third in with my glufosinate uh, enlist one application so that I reestablish that barrier and keep that field all clean all the way through harvest. Excellent. Now you said something in there that, that I, I really want to emphasize, and that is when you have glyphosate-resistant weeds, you don't necessarily just want to use enlist duo, which is the 2,4-D choline plus glyphosate. You, you actually want to use a different base herbicide to go with the uh, enlist one, in which case you, know, you said here glufosinate is an excellent uh base herbicide to use in this case. If you already have glyphosate resistant weeds, you don't want to, you're not going to do anything against those weeds with glyphosate in that tank mix. Right. Always in a glyphosate tolerant situation, add liberty and not glyphosate to the mix. And one of the reasons I think that's really important, if if I can take just another second on this, is that especially weeds like water hemp and palmer amaranth, they have such high reproductive capabilities. We're talking about an individual plant that can produce a million seeds. Well, if that plant can produce a million seeds, there's a likelihood that there will be a tolerant seed in that package. So if we, if we don't add a second mode of action, we might let that weed through. So I, I think whenever we have, especially water hemp and palmer amaranth, we need to make sure that we have two effective modes of, applic- of action in that second application. And, and we do have two modes of action with the combination of Enlist one plus glufosinate or Liberty. Excellent. And yeah, two effective modes of action. I think as a number of studies have shown, and as well as theoretical studies have shown, indicates that there's actually an exponentially lower rate of herbicide tolerant weed resistance forming when you use two effective modes of action instead of relying just on one. Yeah, that's that's right. And University of Illinois did some really nice work in that area and, and really kind of put together, I think, a really nice uh, story for all of us to learn from on on the use of effective, more than one effective mode of action for long-term prevention of weed resistance. So in 2019, the soybean market as a whole was comprised of approximately oh, 20 to 30 percent of growers who utilized the Roundup Ready 2 uh, or the Liberty Link system. And there are a lot of growers who are actually really happy with their weed control right now. How might those growers who want to try the Enlist C3 system, how might they try it on their farm and, and adopt the system within their farming techniques? Well, I think uh, we would go back to our earlier conversation on weed pressure. So uh, I, if, if I'm really, I'm doing a good job with my Liberty or my uh, Roundup 2 yield program or my LLGT27 program, and I'm keeping the weeds managed, uh, I, I I might keep that program on those acres for another year or two. I think eventually we're going to want to have the protection of the of the uh, Enlist Three platform for the optionality. But uh, but what I would do is I would target my moderate and high pressure weed fields or those fields where I might have a little bit of a concern of of uh, having glyphosate tolerant weeds. Plant those acres to the E3 platform so that you can come back in and clean up those uh, hard to kill broadleaves late. 
and you know for those growers it is really nice having that that uh, stopgap in case there is a significant issue in, in a year like 2019 where we had you know a really challenging spring to actually get in the field to plant let alone to get in to do a timely uh, post application of herbicides you know, in fact we had one customer in southeast nebraska who uh, typically doesn't have too much of an issue with weed control, but given the spring that we had, uh, had a substantial issue with mare's tail that actually ended up getting to almost hip or waist high prior to uh, an application of herbicides going on. Fortunately, this grower had the Enlist E3 soybean system on their far- on his farm and was able to use a combination of uh, Enlist 1 plus glufosinate and absolutely smoked the mare's tail. It was a lot of fun to see these photos, which we'll uh, link to in our social media after this podcast is posted. Yeah, I, I love that story. And I think it really, it, it kind of points to the need for a, for, a, for a pre. And it also points to the need for, you know, being able to come back. If you don't, if you can't make that timely application on small weeds, then you, you sometimes you're in a lot of trouble later as they get bigger. And we definitely don't want to recommend our, our growers wait that long prior to getting uh, any herbicides on the field. As we had touched on before, the Enlist E3 soybean system is a safe, simple, and superior alternative to other platforms on the market today. We at Rapsico feel that the Enlist E3 soybean system blends in really well with our technology, relationships, and simplicity pillars here at Rapsico. It's a great technology that allows growers to have good relationships with their neighbors given the reduced volatility and drift potential. And it's a simple technology to use themselves or have applicators do on their behalfs. So remember... As we post each new episode on the 1st and 15th of each month, uh, please tune in to these new episodes. I want to thank Wayne so much for joining us today. Thank you, Wayne. Yeah, thank you, Jim. And until then, thank you for joining us and stay field ready. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Rob Seco Field Ready Podcast. Join us next time to be field ready. A Parkville Media Production.